1: From the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Down Racing Report. And now, your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller.
2: Hello and welcome to show number 31. Really, Scott? It is, yeah. I looked that up. Wow. Live from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, we have a heck of a show for you tonight. We have Ron Drager on the line, president of ARCA. We're going to talk about the NASCAR acquisition of that. We also have from Corso and Cole on BCSN, Frank Corso, also of the Toledo Blade. Formally. I, form, oh, shit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's okay. I retired just here. That's okay. okay. <laughs> Why am I still emailing you then? <laughs> I'm, I'm not getting it. <laughs> I'm not getting it. <laughs> Tom Cole also with us as uh, well. We'll be talking uh, to those guys uh, about the state of racing a little bit later. Um, I think we'll talk
0: about the state of sports in general, too, Scott. Oh, that's fine, yeah. um, You know, is attendance up? Is attendance down? uh how does one compare to the other I, I think we've got a lot to talk about
2: absolutely and uh, before we do that uh, let's pay some bills make sure to uh, give ron miller race cars a call 734-856-7223 because he likes to stay busy
0: oh buddy we have been staying busy too the racers are getting excited um every all the tracks are either open now or could be opening this weekend and and, and our friend ryan weakman will fill us in on that that's
2: right we have the weekend weather pit stop we actually have a name for it this uh, this week. Uh, that'll be coming up uh, later as well. Right now, though, let's uh, pull up uh, Ron Drager, president of uh, ARCA, on the phone. Ron, are you there? I am with you. All right. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time uh, to talk to us. Uh, Scott Hammer, uh, Ron Miller here in the studio, as uh, well as uh, Tom Cole, Frank Corso from uh, Corso and Cole. I still hear music. There we go. Sorry, we're good now.
3: I was
4: hoping that
2: wasn't just me. <laughs> I'm not, not sure how that was going through the phone, but yeah, we're,
4: we're
1: good now.
2: So, uh in case uh anybody's been living under a rock, of course, uh Friday you you announced uh, that uh NASCAR uh, has acquired ARCA um at a press conference and uh I guess uh tell us tell us uh, what that means and uh, how that came about if you would.
4: Well, in terms of what it means, I can tell you that in the in the near term, uh, to be defined as 2018 and 2019, uh, it's business as usual. Uh, it means very little in terms of of how we go about doing what we do. So uh, we're you know we're signing sanction agreements for 2019. We're doing sponsorships for 2019. We've got rules packages going out for 2019. So we're. We're doing everything that we would normally be doing at this point in the season, Um, and as far as beyond that, I'd I'd just like to get to that as quickly as possible. To to be quite frank with you, uh, those of us who who will have a voice in what goes on in 20 and beyond, it's very, very preliminary, and, and to the point that... We just don't have a cohesive plan at this point. What we know is there will be an ARCA racing series that it will carry forward. Uh, we're just not sure how it fits into the overall NASCAR platform at this point, and uh, that's what we'll be discussing, and that's what we'll be projecting uh, as the months unfold, and, and you know through eighteen and nineteen. <laughs>
0: Now something that our listeners are are deeply concerned about is what happens to the local racers. Um will will the sanction then fall under uh the NASCAR umbrella or will there still be an arca that sanctions local local racing?
4: It's a, it's a good question Ron and uh, I'll reach back to something Scott referenced which is uh what uh, how did this come about? Um in the in the 1940s, going way grandm- back, <laughs> yeah, my my grandmother and grandfather, John and Mildred Markham, uh, were were buddies with Bill France Sr. and Annie France. And uh, grandmother, and gra- I hope you got time because this is great. Cool we got it. Right. We yeah. got it. We so, got time. So so grandmother and grandfather would purchase a a Willy's Jeep and drive it down to Daytona mm-hmm. where jeeps were not very commonplace, and they would park it. Uh, On the lot at Bill France's gas station, and 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 they'd sell it, and then they would help them. They'd stay at their house on the front porch, the screened-in front porch. Uh, My mom would ride bicycles with Bill Jr. and Jimmy France, and they would put the beach races on, and then they would buy a bus ticket and they'd come on back home.
0: I I knew I knew your grandmother and grandfather very well, and, and Ronnie, I never heard that story. That's amazing.
4: Yeah, and so before there was a NASCAR, before there was an ARCA, there there was a relationship between the the you know the Markham family and and the France family, and so sixty seven years later, uh, to sit next to Jim France at, at Talladega in the media center and be able to know that the ARCA sanction and uh, you know the 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 name ARCA and, and the logo and and the series and everything that we've worked all these years uh, to try to establish and and build up and to know that it has a home and a way forward with the industry leader uh, is it really just sort of brings it all back home. and so i wanted I wanted to you te- I wanted to get that out as far as so how long you've been working on this like sixty seven years. <laughs> um, what took so long but, then but but what does it mean? You know, so Flat Rock Speedway um, is an independently owned corporation. Uh, I made my first payment on the racetrack up there in 1982, and I've been fortunate enough to to pay that off, so I own Flat Rock Speedway. I'm a 100% shareholder in that corporation, and it's a standalone corporation, and it's not part of this deal. Toledo Speedway, Roy Mott and I purchased from Sonny Adams in 1999. It also is an independently owned uh, and operated corporation. I own 100% of that stock. And uh, it also is not included in the deal. Uh, So the two racetracks will continue to function pretty much as they are today. And, And that doesn't have a term on it. Um, so that, so unlike the you know the Arca sanction, uh, the tracks are, are not part of the deal, and and uh, they'll still be just like they are today for as as long as I can see into the future. Um, still, the Arca name carries forward, and the Arca sanctioning body carries forward, and the Arca racing series carries forward. And uh, I'm still being asked to operate the ARCA Racing Series uh, just exactly as we're doing today, business as usual. And uh, the, the ARCA will continue to sanction weekly racing at both tracks. ARCA will continue to sanction the ARCA Midwest Tour and the ARCA CRA Super Series. We have sanction agreements with both of those tours through the end of 2019. And so, you know, I hope that helps sort of i had a meeting saturday night at flat rock you know after we raced it at talladega uh terry smith and steve bungie and i got in a in our in my personal vehicle and we drove back home so that we could get back to be there for opening night at flat rock and we had a meeting with everybody in the pits and it was very reassuring to everyone to understand this so i appreciate the opportunity to come come on with you guys and uh and just talk about it because I've, I feel like information's really good, and when folks don't have good, accurate information, uh, you know, it's just human nature. You're going to speculate, and uh, I, it's it's important for me to, for people to know, you know, where where we stand.
0: So then, as as I understand it, it will be pretty much business as usual for the fans and the racers. Uh, the rules packages will stay relatively consistent, uh, with only the the normal changes. Uh, it, the 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 weekly shows shouldn't see any major changes.
4: That that's correct, Ron. And and when someone wants to come racing at at Flat Rock Speedway uh, or at Toledo Speedway in 2019, they'll purchase an ARCA license. Um, it just won't be me personally owning ARCA.
2: God, are you going to still be involved then after the 2019? Uh, Season with ARCA. are you going to be still part of that decision-making body, I guess. That may be there, or is that?
4: Yep. Um, I'm afraid you're stuck okay. with me <laughs> for, for the foreseeable future. Okay. Uh, and and um, I, I have to tell you, we as ARCA, we've always been treated very respectfully by NASCAR. Um, it, it's a big industry, and and, and there, are, you know, there's just a lot. You know, I look at it some days, and it's extremely intimidating because we're we're ten guys that come into the building every day, and we just we go at it as hard as we can, and we try to do things as right as we can, and we've been blessed to be able to race at Daytona since '64, and Talladega since '69, and Michigan International, in Kansas and Kansas, and all the cool places like that on NASCAR weekends. Uh, NASCAR's been quite benevolent, and, and and we've been able to carve out. Our little industry position, and, and and foster it, and and try to do the best job we can with it, and and you know be a part of that uh, motorsports landscape. I'm reaching a point where we want to continue to do what we're doing. We want to keep working as hard as we can. We think we got a really great product, and it's you know it's it, it's very uh, humbling to know that NASCAR feels that way as well, and that they they'd like for us to come do what we do and do it for them. Um, so I have no family succession plan. Uh, both of my kids worked at the racetrack, um, they, uh, but but they have no interest in, in being in the business. I'm 58 years old. And I look around the garage, and I see a lot of people who are making a full-time living uh, around the ARCA series, uh, the, the folks here in this building and their families count on it. General Tire has a crew that comes to every race and racing electronics and uh you know the Sunoco fuel folks and there are full-time race teams now that have full-time employees and then there are dependents there and so I feel like it's sort of irresponsible to not chart a course for the sustainability of the long-term uh health of, of the ARCA racing series and I feel pretty good about what we've been able to do uh to to help accomplish that
2: Now do you think that uh this uh the acquisition by nascar is going to uh, affect any of the uh, your the arca race teams uh, right now you think it's going to bring more competition in do you think some of those guys will be like i don't want to be associated with nascar maybe we'll go somewhere else i mean how do you think that's going to affect them
4: i think certainly there will be an effect i think there's going to be positive and i think there may be folks who who are not interested in going forward um, but I'm not sure that those are folks that would have been interested in going forward. Anyway, we, as you guys know, you know we've introduced the Arc Ilmore 396 engine package. Um, we've introduced the five-star composite material body package, and we've lost some teams over that, and we've gained some teams over that. And I think as as we try yeah. to find our way forward in the sport, uh, and and we continue to be challenged uh, uh, on an ongoing basis. How do we keep the sport healthy? How do we keep? How do we try to figure out cost containment? How do we try to make the on-track product better? All those challenges that you're that you're fighting your way through, as you make adjustments, people either they either like them or they don't. Uh, but I think we're all resistant to change, and and we all feel like oh my goodness, this is changing, this cannot be good. And, 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 and so we'll, we'll fight that.
5: Ron, this is uh, Frank Corso. Listen, I just wanted to tell you that um, in uh, my years of dealing with you and ARCA, you guys have been straight shooters from the outset. Uh, you were always willing and able and went the extra yard to provide uh, information and things like that, and I appreciate uh, your candid uh, responses and your honesty. Having said that, here's my question: Will my two favorite races return to Toledo Speedway in the very near future, and maybe even beyond the Menards 200 and the Glass City 200?
4: Well, f- well, first of all, Frank, as, as, Here we go. I, I appreciate and respect your journalistic uh, astuteness, and I knew you would have a. I knew you would have a good, deep probing question. Um, but really, I ought to just thank you for what everything you did for for Toledo Speedway and for ARCA at at the Toledo Blade. Um, just a wonderful relationship, and and very appreciative of everything that you did. And and I I really enjoyed getting to know you, and I wish you were still there. But we all move on. So to 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 answer your question directly, Toledo Speedway has evolved from a weekly racing program to a a schedule of special events and like a lot of half mile racetracks it's just difficult to keep a weekly division healthy engine-wise, race car-wise, you know, if you wreck, you wreck really bad. If you blow up, you're, you're done for the year. So we, like a lot of places, Salem Speedway, Winchester Speedway, and you can look around, have become more of a special event track. It's just an evolution. Um, you know, we're doing our best to keep the, the ARCA factory stock and the ARCA sportsman division healthy at Toledo, but we can't run 20 straight nights like we do at Flat Rock because it's a quarter mile and it's just less tough on the equipment. So that being said... The Menards 200 is a a cornerstone of of our special event schedule. The Glass City 200 is a cornerstone. We, we've even uh, replicated the the year ending Glass City 200 uh, with the uh, you know a, a twin 100 lap race in the spring that we unfortunately were weathered out, but we did get to reschedule for June 29th. So you'll be still be able to buy a ticket and watch that.
5: Well. Okay, here's my last question, and I'll open it to everyone else. Um, how proud are you uh, to have had Austin Dillon and Reagan and all these other uh, ARCA racers who won at Toledo Speedway go up to NASCAR, uh, Keselowski and everybody like that, and you know make their name on the NASCAR circuit? How are you? A, are you a proud grandpa with that?
4: Uh, exceptionally. Uh, you, you, what you want. I mean, at the end of the day, you'd like to feel like you're what you're doing is meaningful. That that you, you know, what you've done, you've you've accomplished something, and and you've been a, you know, you've been sort of a constructive part of, of the overall picture with what you're doing, and uh, for us to be able to say these drivers raced at Toledo Speedway, or these drivers raced in the ARCA Racing Series, and in some form or fashion during their tenure here it, it helped them achieve their goal of, of moving on up and whether you're you know benny parsons was our first guy so he was an arca rookie of the year in 65 the arca champion 68 69 the cup champion in 73 won the daytona 500 in 75 and became an M- emmy winning broadcaster I, my goodness! How proud are you to have someone like that to be part of your program? So the answer is, yeah, it's it, it, it's, it's a very much a point of pride.
2: Again, we're talking to uh, Ron Drager, president of uh, the ARCA Racing Series. A um, couple more questions, and I, I want to talk a little bit about the, the NARDS Two Hundred, which is uh, coming up here on May twentieth. Um, Steve, want to know if, and I don't know if you know the answer to this, but uh, will the the ARCA home office uh, still remain in Temperance?
4: Certainly for, for the near term, uh, you know, through 19, um, and I, I, it's not that I, – I sure don't want to get anybody to get the wrong impression. It's not like the world will change in 20. It's just that I, I don't ever want to – you know, I always want to under-promise and over-deliver, so I don't want to tell anybody something that I don't absolutely positively know is, is a fact. Um as you know, we, we had a fire in 16, and, and, and we've moved into a, a new building here, and it's really functional, and it's great. We kept the old property to park the transporters and all the vans that we all drive to the races in. Uh, but it's a great building. It works really well for us. One of the things that, that I want to be sure to establish with NASCAR is the ARCA Racing Series as it is today. Is pretty darn efficient, and, and is and is is in a pretty good position. And um, I'd like to see us not make broad sweeping changes immediately, and uh, and be able to to keep the you know the the plan, you know the the model right now that really works. And certainly there are resources uh, by by being a NASCAR property that we'll have access to that are going to make things better. Um, but I don't think by any means anybody's view is we're going to change everything and and just abandon everything that got us to where we are.
2: All right. Well, we got the uh, the Menards 200. That that's the the next uh, ARCA race, isn't it?
4: And A- it absolutely is. That's coming up. On, focused on that one. Home game.
2: Home game. Yeah. Right. <laughs> how, how far? Is, how long does it take you to drive uh, to Toledo Speedway?
4: From it's the it's 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 the most enjoyable drive of the season.
2: And did you actually take all your uh, the vehicles you have over there in Temperance and drive them there, or do you drive your own cars?
4: Nah, we're, we're pretty much driving our own stuff <laughs> okay. to it's, uh, it's, it's that one race of the year. We, you know, we try to, I always kid all the racers. We always try to schedule one race where it's close enough for you to, get to sleep in your own bed.
2: <laughs> well, I've been to that race uh, many times, always a, a big crowd there. And it's always a good show. Uh, where can people get uh, tickets uh, for that? Are they available?
4: Yeah, yeah uh, I would strongly encourage folks to go to the local Menard's stores because you, you're going to get your $25 ticket for 15 bucks because you save big money at Menard's.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. We'll, send you, the bill. Wow, we'll send you the bill. That's pretty good. That, that was
5: the 11% difference. Yeah,
3: it, <laughs> Ron, Ron, you got the tagline. That's a good deal. You're a smart man.
2: <laughs> well, coming up uh, this weekend, you have, uh, which I guess is now going to be the season opener with the uh, the Raleigh Beale uh, Classic, uh, the Silver Crown cars coming up, too. Um, anything you want to say about that? To it, plug yeah. Plug that.
4: It, we're, we're really, we really uh, like that event, and uh, not only because of Raleigh, but, you know, you got Ron Hemelgarn locally here who is a team owner and, and, and helps us with the event and sponsorship, and and though you know that the USAC brand at Toledo is so important to us and uh, and that event is really important to us we invite back all the drivers that used to be part of the USAC sprint car series and uh you know we 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 bring some restored vintage cars out there and uh and we're thrilled that Dave Darland is going to be uh running in the race but you know you got Cody Swanson and you got Austin Niemeyer just uh, Justin Grant in in Ron Helmelgarn's car won last week at Terre Haute um it's going to be a great great evening and we have our Arca Sportsman and Arca Factory stocks as part of the program as well so we're very excited about about Friday night and uh then just tomorrow already? Yeah <laughs> and 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 by the way uh, all the local weather folks have assured us that uh, by mid-afternoon tomorrow, the weather is out of the way. We had we had a call today with Levi Jones from USAC, and they're they're coming, and we're we're going forward and uh, full speed ahead for tomorrow night.
2: All right, one uh, one other question here before uh, we leave you with a parting question: uh, best racing movie in your opinion? Talladega Nights, Days of Thunder, Cars, or Stroker Ace?
4: <laughs> uh, wow. grand prix with james garner whoa that's a
5: good yeah, movie. yeah
3: that yeah. is a good one ron that's yes. a good movie uh, that <laughs> one goes back i'm probably dating myself <laughs> no, no 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 that's a good
2: movie that's
5: okay you're speaking to the same audience <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay wait i'm the young guy here aren't yeah, yeah you, you are exactly. all right um, well, I appreciate you taking the time and clearing up some things about the uh, the NASCAR acquisition of ARCA and, uh, you know, things going to be continuing as normal in that series, at least uh, for the next couple of years, and probably no big major changes coming and uh, things at Flat Rock and Toledo Speedway, not part of that deal and uh, it's going to be status quo there as well, correct?
4: That's correct, Scott, okay. and uh, and I do I appreciate it, Frank and, and Ron and uh, glad to have the chance to be on with you guys, and uh also appreciate the fact that you're, you're there and talking about local racing and, you know, we need all the help we can get. We're all working as hard as we can and we're fighting for every square inch. So we, we appreciate what you do.
2: All right. Appreciate the time. Thanks, Ron. Okay. Thank you guys. <laughs> all right, bye. Bye now. Bye. Ron Drager, president of, uh, the ARCA racing series, uh, giving us some insights into that whole acquisition.
3: Well, uh, number one, first of all, uh, Scott and Ron, thanks for having us in. This is very cool, and uh, Frank and I are appreciative. But that man's got a good broadcast voice, number one. Yeah, he does. I, I know a little something <laughs> about that, and, and he's got a great broadcast voice. But I was going to tell him, uh, just to make a comment, if he's still uh, still with us, that uh, I've interviewed a lot of the people that race locally on BCSN, and I'm, I'm telling you, the respect they have for the Toledo Speedway uh, is is immense. I mean, they talk about it in the most flattering terms. I you know it was, it's impressive. They they really like the track.
0: Well, it's been a fixture in local racing uh, since 1962, so the history is there. Yeah,
5: it's the it's the driver's Yankee Stadium. You know yeah. you know it's the, you know it's the gemstone of the, of the place. I, I remember Keselowski in one of the interviews saying that uh, you know if it weren't for Toledo Speedway, I wouldn't be here. You know, so I thought that that was right. That was really one of the coolest things I've heard you know coming out of a racer's mouth. So it was pretty cool.
2: All right. Well, we're going to talk more with you guys here in a second. I want to go through a rundown of uh, things that happened this past weekend before we move forward. Uh, also, don't forget to uh, visit our uh, website, HammerdownRacingReport.com. It was yeah. da- it was down yesterday for a little bit. I get what I pay for, I guess, as far as that goes. <laughs> I also want to thank uh, Dave Kemmer. I don't. I didn't tell you this. He's uh, going to kind of help out too with uh, with the show. Really? It's behind the scenes stuff. Okay. So thanks to him uh last weekend uh, mother nature won at waynesfield and oakshade raceway both those tracks rained out uh if you follow us on our facebook page which you should there's no excuse not to you would have learned that rusty schlenk uh, dropped off the world of outlaw craftsman late model series la- late last week uh he wound up uh, going up to i-96 speedway on friday night and picking up a win up there
0: yep um, I-, I guess it was a very impressive win from what i heard so, yeah,
2: Limeland, uh they ran. Jared Horseman, uh, defending NRA, NRA champ, uh, won the NRA Sprint Invaders feature there. David Stremme was a UMP modified winner. And Daniel Sanchez won in Thunderstocks up at Flat Rock. Uh, they got their uh, 2018 season underway. Jimmy Thiel was the 50-lap late model winner. Dennis Wisman Jr., won the figure eights. And uh, Ray Morneau, Jr., hopefully I pronounced that right. He's of uh, Windsor, Canada. He held on to win the street stock feature.
0: Ah, uh, those Canadians. I haven't yeah, it's seen.
2: When's a, it's been a while since we've had the Canadians at Oakshade, haven't we? Yeah, it's been a couple of years, yeah. yeah. Uh, some Dusky Speedway had 15 uh, year old Sam Bigum led the entire distance to win the modified feature there on Saturday night. Justin Hamilton uh, was the street stock winner, and Dylan Watson was the Renegade Stocks. I'm a terrible typer, I have typos. Uh, down at eldora the american late model series kicked off their season on saturday night and uh, a little bit of an interesting finish there jason uh, jameson crossed the line first but uh, apparently was uh, four pounds light at the scales a
0: little bit light Ooh. so and, and, you know scott I, i've been in racing a long time and i'm <laughs> here to tell you that four pounds never won or lost a race he should have ate but, a little but, bit more but, before but that the race. rules are very specific that you have to weigh 23.50 um why a racer would cut it that close is beyond me
2: so uh nick hoffman who finished across the line second he Won. was your uh, official winner out of uh, mooresville north carolina uh kyle strickler was the uh, modified feature winner down there over david Stremley. Stremmy, who finished first at limelight and who was third i didn't write that down taylor cook was he oh yeah, yeah. i did see that I, yeah yeah I do a lot of prep. I a can't lot remember A lot of local ties there. Uh, big race at Mansfield last weekend, the Sprint Car World Championship, paying $100,000. They had to fight uh, the weather, but they got the show in, and Tim Schaefer was the big uh, 50-lap feature winner on Saturday night.
0: Scott, from everything I've heard, the race was very well attended. Um, and everyone is saying that the promoter there, who's also the promoter of the indoor race, uh, St. Louis. Over in St. Louis, yeah. Um, Gateway National. Everything the guy touches turns to gold. So we're going to have to keep an eye on that. We need to bring him over this way a little yeah, bit. I'm more. telling Toledo,
2: you. Maybe. Wait. Wait. Uh, there's a track down in uh, some town that's not really doing much right now. Maybe we could <laughs> get those guys together? Yeah, maybe he could put his Midas touch on yeah, that racetrack. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, we're talking about Millstream. <laughs> um Bobby Pierce went back to back Lucas Oil Late Model features this past weekend uh, at yeah, Tri City Speedway Friday, Macon Speedway on Saturday. Uh, I think he
0: put to rest a lot of the questions about how he was going to run in a rocket race car because he's always run in his dad's built uh, the Pierce built race cars, and uh, he seems to do
2: good in whatever he's in. Yeah, he's pretty competitive in the uh, the Craftsman or not Craftsman the What's the, the truck series, the NASCAR truck series? Right. Camping World Truck Series at uh, Eldora. Um, the Lucas Oil late miles are at Tazewell Speedway in uh, Tennessee and Florence Speedway in Kentucky this weekend. Chris Madden, Dale McDowell were the Tennessee tip-off winners this weekend at Smoky Mountain uh, Speedway in uh, two nights of World of Outlaw Craftsman uh, late Model series racing. That series heads further south this weekend to Livonia Speedway in Georgia. Uh, actually, that's tonight. They're probably racing right now. Cherokee Speedway, South Carolina Friday, and Snowy o Raceway in Georgia on Saturday. World of Outlaw Craftsman uh, Sprint Car Series. Donnie Schatz. Devil's Bowl. We were talking about that last week and kind Is of competing it? with the uh, Sprint uh, Car World Championships uh, down in Texas. And uh, I found out how much I paid. He won 20000 for winning that. So 80000 less than uh, Yeah, well, and a, and a
0: relatively local racer won yeah. hundred grand at Mansfield. So that. Yeah, that's pretty good.
2: Uh, That series heads to Lake Ozark Speedway in Missouri on Friday and Selena Highbank Speedway in Oklahoma on Saturday. All-Stars were off last weekend because most of those guys were at the Sprint Car World Series. They're back in action this weekend at Lernerville Speedway in Pennsylvania. Uh, That's tomorrow. And Sharon Speedway in Hartford on Saturday. Uh, And another uh, little note uh, going on this weekend closer to home waynesfield park announced uh, along with limeland that uh, they're going to offer a 500 dollars bonus to any non-wing sprint driver that are both that are racing at limeland and waynesfield if they can win both nights if they win limeland friday and waynesfield on saturday they'll get a 500 dollars bonus really so i thought that was pretty cool daily double Cur- cars? Uh, a,
0: a local non-wing sprint driver asked if i had an open trailer he could borrow i wonder what he's got up his sleeve <laughs>
2: Uh, oh, speaking of, uh, well, we'll talk about that later. Did you see that picture? Man, we'll talk about that now. That picture uh, going around on social media of that uh, sprint car on a, it was, uh, had a wing, not a wingless one, but it uh, was on an open trailer in a ditch. No, Did I didn't catch see? that. You didn't see that? You guys see I didn't it? See it. Um, yeah.
0: Unfortunately, I've been busy enough. At oh, the that's time. right. You actually yeah. work.
2: <laughs> uh, you actually have a job. That's right. Uh, anyways, uh, it ended up being that of Chase Howard, who was on his way home from Nesbitt, Mississippi, uh to nesbitt mississippi that's where his home is Uh, he was coming home from 104 speedway in lexington tennessee they had an enclosed trailer and an open trailer so he was two trailers they Uh had an enclosed trailer then the open trailer behind it and apparently they ran around a corner and i from what i read that somebody didn't secure one of their tires and one of the tires rolled off and hit the hitch and it popped off the ball and ended up oh no in the uh in the ditch and they didn't realize it until they were like 4 miles down the road and everybody's stopping and taking pictures of this race car still strapped to the trailer uh sitting in the ditch. So they they came back picked it up and everything's good. One
0: going. of your announcing predecessors who should remain nameless. <laughs> I've um, heard this story. Yeah, yeah, was on his way home from Oakshade one night and uh stopped at a stop sign, pulled away and left his race car at the stop sign. They <laughs> had to chase him down. Never realized
3: it.
2: It's similar to the Gumby story from uh, last year. Yeah, yeah. It seems to be a more common occurrence than you'd think it would be.
3: Scotty, I've got something for Mr. Miller, you know. Uh, professor, if any race car driver ever is going to be a little tight on weight, feel free to call Corso and I, throw us in the car. <laughs> I guarantee you they're going to make it with no problem. You just let us know.
2: <laughs> well, that brings me to you guys, uh, Corso and Cole. You guys... Uh, from uh, BCSN, the Corso, Corso and Colsha. Has it always been called that, or we've had like five That's different variations of, yeah. over eleven years? Rant but Rant it's Rant Rage, RR
3: yeah. uh, There's been a lot of things, but it's the same show. Two and, fat you know. white guys, and it's a of the longest <laughs> running show on in, BCSN in BCSN history. Yeah, yeah, going eleven years somewhere in that area. Yeah,
5: we had a we had a bit of a timeout session for about nine months, but other I than that, you know, that yeah, yeah. what
3: would yeah.
2: you guys do? <laughs> um, we enjoyed ourselves. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why did you get the timeout?
3: I don't know. Uh, I think they well, changed
5: they, the format of the they show.
3: Cha- was yeah, it wasn't kinda... an action. You guys, no, 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 no. They just no, reform no. They reformatted and we've been through what maybe twenty-seven producers. And, yeah, well, Tom's yeah.
5: been on double secret probation for a long time at BCSN, so that's right. Um, and I deserve. You know, when it was I an deserve hour, every bit of it, Scotty. It was an hour. It was an hour show. An hour two Call much. in kids, uh, and you know they're calling from the basement of their mom's house and. We used or, to get some crazy calls, Or you get so. the
3: guy in the basement who's had, you know, 47 rum and cokes and he's going to call in and talk to you about football. You know, it's. uh it, 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 We've been so fortunate. We've been yeah. blessed. It's been a phenomenal experience. We've been treated great. Frank could really. I wouldn't normally don't say this, but he really he really is brilliant on the show. (laughs) Oh yeah, brilliant! No, he is, and we we don't get along, but but he really is. (laughs) He's great on the show. We like to keep it that way too. Um, And what uh, what Ron said previous, you know, his knowledge, his integrity. I, I kid him, but those things that he really is a sports guy and the best journalist in the best possible fashion, and he likes to have fun on the show. We have fun. We've had incredible guests on. We've had people that you know, even we couldn't even believe that came on. Tony Dungy, you know, Super Bowl winning quarterbacks and things. And I I mean, it's just been great and it's fun and uh, it's. We feel very uh, blessed to have the opportunity to do it. What uh,
2: enough
0: patting people on the back? When's your show on? You want the dirt? Is that what you want, Ron? (laughs) Yeah. Let's talk about the health of sports. Hold
2: on. When, When is your show on?
5: Mondays? We should know uh, anywhere that, Anywhere between 5.30, 6.00. So it no, 6:30. it's 6 o'clock on it's Monday. It's normally okay. 6.00. They
3: change it occasionally for with the Mud Hens are home, and they have the pregame show. You mud- guys get bumped for sports on a sports <laughs> network? <laughs> no, well, not, mud bumps, hens, not mud bumped. Not Not
5: bumped. You know, oh, we oh. But, yeah,
3: it's not, the, but, yeah, it's not bumped. It just moves up. Basically, it's Monday at six o'clock on BCSN, which
2: is on available on Buckeye Cable System. Is yes. it available anywhere else? to you? No, uh, just on Buckeye. How about yeah. online? Are you
3: guys? All- uh, no, they, you got to get you got to have the cable and the you gotta, Walleye.
2: We're on a free uh, preview for BS, BSN. B S N. They're having a free preview online. I don't oh, know I'm if kidding. that includes you guys. No, or I not don't play. think so. Um, I can watch a Walleye game. No, on. No. Uh, for the playoff game, right? Yeah, for yeah, Fort, Fort Wayne. Wayne yeah. yeah. Yeah, Hopefully yeah. that's still good tomorrow. But you know, it's
5: yeah, yeah, you guys
3: got some pull on that.
2: No, we have no pull.
5: <laughs> we have a, we have Seriously. absolutely. No if you pull.
3: mention our names, you'll get charged double. Double, so. yeah, that's it. <laughs> but Ron, Ron brought up a great point uh, the, the, about sports. I know you wanted to talk yeah. about where racing is and is NASCAR down a little bit. And where, where's
0: <laughs> baseball, football, hockey? Yeah. Um, obviously, there there's the seasonal sports, but. What's the
3: strength? There's a a lot. I'm so glad you you brought that up, Ron, because Frank and I talk about this on the show a lot. You know, I think there's a lot going on in sports that people don't understand. It certainly the way that you get your sports is different. You know, uh, just take the NFL. They've made Monday Night Football used to be an event. It used to be esoteric. It was special. It was unique. You had to be there on Monday night. Now, not so much. It's Tuesday night's version of Monday Night Football. Wednesday night's version of Monday Night Football. Thursday night's version of Monday Night Football. You know, they've diluted it, and their ratings have gone down. The way sports are delivered today, through phones, through, through laptops, computers, you know, people are, are watching when they're going to an event. They're not going to the games. They're watching on their phones. Uh, it, it's the way it's delivered is different. And I really believe, Ron, that, you know, the economy, you talk about we're at a 4% unemployment in the country, and that's a, that's a good figure. But what you don't get with that, it still is an arcane economy from wages what you don't get from that is we've become a service industry economy where a lot of the jobs are service industry jobs and there's nothing wrong with those those are great but they're low-paying jobs and people sometimes don't have the discernible income to spend to go to the sports and you you have husbands and wives working hey and 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 kids working hey go to a tigers game you pull up the parking's going to be 30 bucks you know, the tickets gonna be twenty bucks. A hot dog and a Coke is gonna be twenty-five bucks. You bring two kids and a friend, it's American Express time. I mean, so sports is I think it's becoming more corporate in, in football. I think the one sport, and I don't Frank will agree or not, that's really positioned itself well. Is the NBA because they, they they see that being global is the way to go. It's a global sport. The NFL is not global. They've tried to you know get it in Europe and it, it doesn't sell there, and it will never sell there. So it's a tough delivery of sports today. There's so much, Ron, in so many different venues. that the, the, the attendance. And the viewership is going to go down, except on special events like Super Bowls or NBA Finals. The attendance is going to naturally go down. They've saturated the market.
0: Okay, so in your opinion, does this bode well for the local sports, the mud hands, the... You know, walleye, Toledo Speedway. Local
3: sports are great because they're affordable. The tickets are affordable. Exactly, that's that's the the success of local sports because you can go to those events. You just enumerated, Ron, and you can take your your family, your kids, have a great time, be entertained, and not have to spend your entire paycheck. So they'll always be successful,
5: with the exception of the parking vultures in downtown (laughs) Toledo. (laughs) I mean, when you get twenty dollars to park for an event that you have a twelve dollar ticket. To,
0: that's pretty sad that, that really, really but
5: bo- that bothers me they jack those rates up I, I and I know it's a law, the law of supply and demand Ron and Scott what I'm trying to figure out one race on my calendar I mark every year is the Daytona 500 and this year their ratings was one they of tank. the worst in all-time history now I went back and I looked at other events going on that was going on during that time we had the Olympics. And we have about 400 college basketball games. But what could be more important than the Super Bowl of NASCAR racing? And I find that race to be just great. And unfortunately, uh, what was it, 19 years ago, we lost a racing icon at that same race. Uh, They said the uh, rating was 5.1. And that's just atrocious. It is. That's almost like uh, putting up uh, the Indian head uh, at the three o'clock in the morning.
0: You know the station logo. Sure. And you know you're getting that kind of audience. Well, and if you looked in the grandstands, that was very much the same. the The, the stands were not packed the way they had been. Uh, the major tracks are are pulling grandstands out, so when the cameras pan around,
2: they don't it, see all the empty seats. That's good. Yeah, yeah.
0: And and they've gone to Different colored bleachers so that yeah. when they pan around, you see red and green and blue. And-
5: uh, the, at MIS, though, and uh, what I've noticed um, in the, the last couple of years, uh, when I fi- first got here, a ticket to MIS was close to $90, 85 90 dollars. You can get 20 and $25 and 30 $35 tickets. Uh, at mis they so used to have free parking there
2: too um, I don't know if they still do but I
5: think they still do yeah. I I I believe they do but uh it's don't, been a few years since yeah I've been there. yeah don't don't call me on it and and they have uh, actually sectioned off some of those things and sold it to Toledo Speedway there are a couple of those sections oh absolutely at Toledo Speedway but, so it's a tough it's a tough time especially for the sport that lost its most famous driver in junior. I mean, I love junior. I couldn't get enough of that guy. He came to toledo i'm I'm sorry, I was at uh, the sports center in Dayton. He came to Dayton uh, for a friend. He was there at ICE. There were twelve thousand people, and the place only seats eleven thousand people and then he had an afterwards a signing, and the the lines stretched around the Nutter Center in uh, outside of Dayton, and it was incredible. I mean, he's just a fantastic guy, and it's a shame that he's going to live his life now <laughs> and not have NASCAR in it. I mean, he's going to be an announcer, and that's fine, but, but uh, I, I, they're going to miss him. You
3: bring up a point that I wanted to run by the professor and Scotty, and that is the NFL sold. Uh, the reason they became successful is they figured out one very important thing. The quarterbacks were the guys. Um, they were the the, the, the Browns haven't figured out a quarterback. Well, they've tried. Tw- they, they they've stand. tried twenty four times in the Scotty, last. Uh...
5: Scotty, they still haven't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's a whole
3: different. You know, Baker, <laughs> that's another show. Baker needs to try out for the Wizard of Oz. He's too small to play quarterback. But anyways, but they figured it out that the, the quarterbacks are the guys and that they're the charisma people. They put you know derriers in the seats and it, it's about establishing that character that you want to see. My question to you guys. Has racing lost? They don't. Do they not have enough of those charisma guys that people want to see? They want to be around. They want to hear about them. Is that an issue now? Well, well nat- nat- sure it Natalie is.
2: Decker in uh, ARCA is getting a lot of press. She's a young, imp- pretty-looking female who's been pretty successful. She won the pole at uh, Daytona in the ARCA race. Um, and yeah, but you need a issue. lot of them, Scott. Right?
3: The <laughs> NFL used to have you know 15 more or quarterbacks. 15 or 18 quarterbacks that you would pay to go see do you have drivers you know that people will pay to go see
0: we don't uh jeff gordon, uh, gordon is up in the tower and junior is up in the tower sometimes and yeah uh, it's a Jamie whole batch
2: Johnson, of, of younger drivers now and somebody's Danica got to pick Patrick. up the torch
5: I mean, you could list, uh, there's about a list of about eight to 10 that are not racing anymore that had uh, serious fan bases. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and with that gone, they have to reestablish those fan bases. Um, like, I just thought it was cool that I would meet David Reagan and in, uh, in, uh, Austin Dillon at a uh, function in like uh, January at Toledo Speedway. For, for getting ready for the up uh, upcoming season, and they would be there to talk about uh, the Menards 200, and they would be there to talk about the Glass City 200, and then you see those guys, those same guys that were in Toledo are in Victory Lane at Daytona. There's no better feeling.
0: Frank, you talked about the Nutter Center. We were down there for an indoor race a lot of years ago, uh-huh. and Kenny Schrader was there. Uh, running a midget indoors, and they also had quarter midgets there in dwarf cars. And But Schrader was walking around the pits, uh, interacting with the young kids there, talking to them, seeing what they were doing, maybe giving them a pointer on driving. And those guys are important, and they're, they're not They're just, They're not happening.
5: Um, I remember Austin Niemeyer, isn't he, the young uh, man from Sylvania? Yes. I remember we did a story when he was nine years old at the Blade. And um, I'm real leery about doing stories on eight and nine year old um, children because I don't know what it is. I get a lot of pitches for stories. But when we looked into it, man, these were legit kids 10 years old yeah. driving yeah. a race car, a quarter midget. And to be honest with you, I got He's
3: impressive. T- I interviewed yeah. him four or five times at yeah. BCSN. He's a really impressive And
5: you could tell him there's, there's a kid that, you know, he's worth following, and you hope that uh, he gets plenty of racing luck and he doesn't get uh, t-boned right before he gets a
0: win at at a, at a big sure. track. Well, and that's a family that has just very
3: deep racing roots yes. in in our area. Mm-hmm. So But but, yeah. but but Ron and Scott, how do you build it? you're going to have to build that identity with the new whether they're new racers or young racers. So how do you do that? Is it enough media? Is it enough PR kind of people putting together packages on these people because you've got to build those images. The, does, ra- ra- does racing
0: need a bad guy again.
3: You know that, that's how Earnhardt got famous, right? Right. That's a you great does, analogy, does he, and
0: and he yeah. didn't get famous because he was NASCAR
3: right. bad guys. You know what? That's a
2: great analogy. That really is. NASCAR just keeps making rules. And so, do they even allow bad guys anymore?
5: Okay, now let's talk about some of those rules. <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: what go. do you guys think about all the rules? I are, mean, are you up on all the rules? You know everything? You understand? I don't know
5: everything, okay. but I know enough that it, it it's tempers the racing and it kind of confuses, I think, the drivers. But if I see a driver. If I see a driver who's like 10 laps ahead of me in points or something like that, and he's leading again, I might be tempted to rub a little paint, uh, you know, in one of the turns to get him out of there. I mean, it just seems like some of the rules, I don't know What's why the they worst were.
3: What are the worst rules? And you guys know racing. In your opinions, what are the worst rules?
0: Well, you know some of nascar's best attendance was back when king richard petty was around and he could lap the entire field right and nascar has been working for years and years for parody trying to make the cars identical and and i really in my opinion uh that plus the fact that they've manufactured racing with caution flags and segments and th- they need to get back to just plain racing and don't worry if somebody is totally dominant. Uh, you,
3: Ron, what you just said there, Ron, is exactly the parallel with the NFL. The NFL thought parity would bring more people to the table. Everybody has a chance. Everybody, work with NASCAR. everybody can go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> and you know what? They're wrong about that. People want dynasties. They want the old Packers, the old Raiders, uh, the, the Patriots, the Patriots, the Yankees. Then they become the team that you hate. The team that you want to oh, yeah. see lose, but you tune in to see them get beat, and you're absolutely right about that. Parody is not a good thing. It nope. really is not. So we need someone to hate is what yeah. you guys yeah, are saying. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it.
2: Somebody that wins all the time. Who who, who would that – Harvick? Do we hate Harvick? We kind of like Harvick. He got your respect for supporting grassroots. Well, uh, he raising, really so. did. You
0: know, I, I was never a huge Kevin Kyle Harvick Bush? fan. Oh, well, well. Uh, and and Kyle Busch yeah, he's really mellowed he's got he kinda, a kid now he was he now, was kind and,
2: of a punk uh, but he's, yeah. he has, <laughs> he has, he's a hold, he's, on, hold
5: on he's, what do you mean kinda he's not as co- he's <laughs> not as punky as he used yeah, okay, to be. Okay. he's not as cocky as, as he was
0: and and you hear people really cheering when he does something i uh, <laughs> i don't know we he came back be- from re- that
2: broken leg thing yeah. at Daytona and he just seemed to be
3: a little you
2: more know mellow
3: do you yeah. do you know that the top 15 shows every year in America on sports TV every year for the last 15 years. Seven of the top 15 are WWE wrestling. And the reason that they are good guy, bad guy. Bad I never thought we'd ever be talking about WWE. <laughs> but, but it is but it is that's, that's a marketing true, yeah. ploy that works, and it's an established package that works. Good guy versus bad
5: guy. Actually, uh, I have another idea what would make racing more popular, but it's not going to be popular in this room. Um, <laughs> oh, here uh, all, we go. All the, all the leagues are going to gambling, and uh, if, a, if a local uh, racer is racing, I can be able to go down to my lottery store and I should be able to support, say, Austin Niemeyer, who's racing, you know, in the brickyard, at the brickyard. And that is going to determine a lot of uh, financial stability within the leagues because every state now wants a piece of it. And racing is in, what would you say, 24, 26 states? Already, there are some people who, you know, there were a lot of states out west who were dying for a NASCAR uh, one-time race. Um, I think gambling. I, I believe gambling is going to be an important segment uh, going forward. That
2: maybe it should. We, they should race at horse tracks. Uh, Speedway, no. <laughs> speedways. All of the speedways
0: nationwide are independently owned there's no government i mean they you know they may get a couple little perks but most baseball teams football teams there there's federal and state money uh into those facilities uh so gambling would probably be a lot easier to leverage into those sports. Uh I, I don't know you could do I don't know you could do it with they have problems sports.
2: with the, the monster energy girls. So I mean they're they're pretty conservative <laughs> yeah, as far yeah, as Yeah, good that point. Goes, that's so. that's
0: that's a that's a good point. But
5: I mean I was
2: <laughs> the listening. monster energy girls, huh? Oh my uh, gosh, she's showing her belly button. This is not wholesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Where's Linda Vaughn when yeah. we <laughs> need <a>, her? <laughs>
2: That's exactly I know who that is now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Scott says, "Who's that?" Oh, I made him do his homework. I like it. I like it.
2: All right, guys. Uh, question for you. I, same thing I asked uh, Ron Drager. Best uh, racing movie.
5: Wow, um, I like the one that he said about um, the the early Grand Prix. W- the Grand Prix. I, I don't, I I don't know that, that, that was I've ever really... seen that. No, I've um, I'm gonna say probably Herbie goes to London. Okay. Or Herbie the Herbie. Um I, I like the Herbie. Okay.
3: There was a Steve McQueen. I love James Garner. Uh, Ron was spot on in that. But the Steve McQueen did something he did it was more of a documentary oh, yeah. that he okay, did yep. that was Steve McQueen was an incredible you guys know this. I'm yeah. telling you something. You know he was an incredible racer. And I'm gonna say it's the worst, it's the best worst movie. I was just kind of a Burt Reynolds fan. Stroker Ace is yeah. Stroker Ace is as bad as it gets, yeah. but it's so bad that I want to watch
0: it. You know, well, uh, and, and and if not exactly a racing movie, right. but Days of Thunder. Too. Oh, right,
3: same yeah. same deal. Yeah, right. Right. Uh, it's right.
0: pretty well, cheesy, but yeah, Talladega Nights.
5: I mean, if you if you think about it, with Ricky Bobby and, and Six just, Pack, I mean, Come it's on. just hilarious.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: it's just hilarious. I mean, it, yeah, how can you not laugh while you know? And they we mentioned my favorite
2: here. movie in that, Highlander. Uh, there you go. <laughs> it had me at Highlander. There you go. But anyways, uh, thank you guys uh, for coming in. I want to go through our, a, our honor. couple uh, news stories here and then move on to our weekend weather pit stop. I can remember the name of that. Uh, Keselowski, did you hear about this uh, the past weekend? He said he'd be okay with uh, 260 miles an hour uh, running at Talladega.
0: Well, give him some horsepower and again nascar's playing with with the field trying to make everyone equal
2: well they reduced the restrictor plate a whole uh size uh, after jamie mcmurray's uh tumble during practice was that friday yeah i think that was yeah he rolled over like seven times uh, cut a tire down but he uh, jumped out of the car and well they were saying gave, gave an awesome interview they were speculating that uh, the reason the tire may have blown was because uh, they exceeded the uh, the speed rating and uh, goodyear was saying the tires are rated to be good for 210 to 230 miles an hour and they're speculating he was going about uh, maybe i didn't put that there but close about to 210 miles an hour yeah. when that happened so they're just trying to keep the car slow wow
5: 210 okay. you're ready to take That's off at of 210
0: yeah
2: spencer gallagher had some issues he won the uh race oh, very popular win saturday in the xfinity series at talladega and then just the other day um he, he emotional roller coaster for him went from a way high to a super low because he is now suspended uh, for failing a standard drug test. And he's uh, he's got to forfeit his playoff eligibility. With that win would have gotten him into the uh, the playoffs at the end of the season, but now he's suspended indefinitely. He's going to go through uh, the rehab, the the rehab, cars rehab yeah. program. So uh, Spencer says it was a one-time error. It'll never happen again. Uh, That'd be the, my story.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> So, well, yeah, just just what you sure want.
5: Somebody in NASCAR driving a car two hundred ten miles, you know, not feeling. Uh, but, no,
1: I'm well,
0: not i not having. I his feel faculties. the same. Way, I feel the same way with with racers on our local tracks where you're going hundred hundred and five right. miles an hour. I'd hate to see someone impaired. Uh,
2: it's like I it's, thought you were going to say impaled. I'd hate right. to see that too. <laughs> Random drug tests. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, check out our weekend weather pit, pit stop, stop with uh, Ryan Weekman. It helps if I turn it up.
1: Racing fans, this is your weekend weather pit stop. I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman, tracking the races both Friday and Saturday at local race parks. First, let's start with the yellow flag day. That would be Friday. I think the rain does move out. We're tracking a thin line of showers late in the afternoon Friday, but by race time by 7.30, close to 8 o'clock at Toledo, Lima, and Attica, the rain should be over with. Tracks should be in vastly improving conditions. It will be a bit breezy, though, in the stands prepared for temperatures that will be cooler than the past few days saturday waving nothing but the green flag in fact we're calling this one the pick day of the weekend rain down near the ohio river but it's going to be dry here in ohio northern ohio and southern michigan oakshade fremont flat rock michigan sandusky and over to waynesfield all looking great for race times right at seven o'clock this has been your weekend weather pit stop download the free first alert weather app to track all the storms, showers, and the latest on the forecast at the racetrack and at home. For WTOL 11, I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. Thanks again to uh, Ryan for uh, agreeing to uh, do that for us. A little custom uh, oh, forecast Oh, it's a great thing,
0: us. yeah.
2: I did speak to uh, Chrissy from Oakshade earlier today. I guess they, they did get quite a bit of rain out that way. and A uh, couple inches. Water was up on the track, but they're pumping it. And she said that the, the sunny uh, weather this afternoon, and it kind of got windy, that really helps to dry things out. So fingers crossed we get things all dried out for this weekend. Yeah, just give Nobody's their, canceled yet, g- give so we're their fe- good.
0: Give their Facebook site a check before you head out. But uh, I'm pretty confident that we will be good opening
2: night. Absolutely. Speaking of uh, opening night, uh, racing going on this weekend. We mentioned Toledo Speedway season opener uh, with the Hel- Helmogarn uh, Racing Super Fitness Rally Beale Classic USAC Silver Crown Cars 100 lap feature, uh, plus the late model Sportsman Class and Factory Stocks practices at 4 racing at 7. Uh, Pomara Speedway, they're racing tomorrow night. They're having a box cart box stock cart division uh, that's going to headline their racing action tomorrow evening. Attica Raceway Park is having the Adkins Group Amerigas Nights, uh, Fast Four Ten Sprints, the Attica Oakshade Late Model Series, uh, Fast Three Hundred Five Sprints, gates open at five racing at seven forty-five. Uh, Motor Motorsports Park, they have their uh, night of non-wings presented by uh, Menke Brothers Construction. That uh, uh, gates open at four thirty, racing at seven thirty, and don't forget, there's that five hundred dollar bonus if you win at Lymanland and Waynesfield, which is. Also having uh, non-wings, it's the non-wing double down on Saturday night at Waynesfield. Non-wing sprints, modifieds, mini sprints, gates open at four, racing at seven. That's at Waynesfield Raceway Park. Oakshade will try to get their season underway this weekend with Yay. the night number two of the Oakshade Attica Late Model Challenge Series. It switches based on which track uh, they're right. at. It's Oakshade Attica or Attica Oakshade. See how that works? It's Never cool. realized that. I do that on purpose. I think pretty much, but uh, that's Saturday night. Late model sports from Bombers, Compacts, Gates open at four, racing at seven. Flat Rock, uh, that'll be night number two for them. Uh, Saturday night, Jack's Bicycle Night's also, uh, or Jack's Bicycle Scout Night. Scouts are admitted free. Uh, late models, Figure Eight, Street Sox, racing at seven. Sandusky Speedway has the Josh Neff Memorial Fifty One. It's fifty one lap feature. CRS Trucks, Street Stocks, and Renegade Stocks, Gates Open to 4, Racing at 7. And finally, Fremont Speedway has uh, the Amerigas Propane Open Wheel Shootout. Uh, Fast 410 Sprints, Fast 305 360 Sprint Challenge, Boss Non-Wing Sprints, plus an autograph session uh, from 430 to 515 in front of the Hall of Fame building. Pretty exciting. And that's it. And a lot of week, a lot of uh, racing in the area this weekend, and uh, unfortunately, no, no record report. I was hoping for two, but I didn't get one this week. You guys are missing out on that. That is something magical that you guys are missing out on, and I'm so sorry for that. Hey, this was yeah. magical. We had fun. Yeah. We, had, we had a great time. <laughs> uh, you guys, I had actually contacted you guys a few years ago when we used to do the celebrity charity races yeah, at, yeah, yeah. at Coke Shade. And you guys were all. Well, I wanted to run over Corso in a car. I w- I mean, I I'd still pay to I would have T-boned him at least oh, in God. two God. turns. Oh, my God. So it was You've probably, be kidding probably good me. that yeah, you guys yeah. uh, couldn't because uh, the companies you work for, yeah, yeah. liability issues. One and the same. And it would yeah. really,
5: really, it crushed me too because <laughs> I was ready. I mean, he doesn't know this and a lot of people don't. But when I was a kid, I had a quarter midget. And I absolutely loved that that little red I, it was red and I had um, uh, <laughs> copper and black around it. The only problem is it didn't have a clutch so I had to get it pushed oh, to that, get going that you was know? standard operating and then procedure. it was and then uh, we went in there to put a clutch to you know start it up and then just go. And then someone stole my quarter midget. What? Really? Yeah. And you, I was—I'm telling you—I was a nine-year-old kid, and I loved that thing. I would take it down to the school and ride in the park, and it was just—it was—I had so much fun in it. And did you
0: uh, ever race at the rec center? No, with No,
5: I never did. No, oh, okay. I, ne- I, ne- I never raced. I never officially raced. I only had it for about two or three months when when this uh, auto clutch came up that you know we were gonna ins- that my dad was gonna have installed it just um somebody swiped it oh god it was terrible uh we never found it
0: let me put you guys under the under the bus for a second when are we going to see BCSN back out at oakshade
3: you know or cover
2: uh, racing in general
0: i guess
3: yeah, I, you know what you need to do. Here's what you need to do. You, <laughs> yeah, let's let's go let to a
5: higher pay grade. No, <laughs> let's, let's listen. Who makes the decisions? No, let's have a No, we, we cover.
3: I mean, that's a great question, Ron. We cover 58 sports on BCSN. Mm-hmm. Certainly, racing is one of those, and um, it's popular. I know the racing shows in the past days on BCSN drew a lot of eyeballs, uh, surprising some people the amount of eyeballs at racing. Uh, Drew, uh, Denny Robidoux, who you guys know, right? Who was always pitching for racing and telling, um, you know, staff that, hey, this is popular. He gets asked constantly about it. What I would do is I would write up a proposal. You know, uh, giving like special
0: and hand it to Tom Cole, so we've got a heavy hitter. Well, I can get it. I person. can get. I can get
3: it to someone who's a heavy hitter. Seriously, write up a proposal. What I would do is write up a proposal and and enumerate the special days. You know, the special sure. ones, and then I can give it to the people that do the scheduling. Or matter of fact, just. I'll give you my email. Email it to me. I'll get it to the bosses and we'll give the special dates. And then. Uh... Oh, there's two races, uh, and it's actually a
0: Friday and a Saturday race. Okay. The final two days of the UMP Summer Nationals. It's, I believe, 28 races this year in 30 days. Uh, and the final two days of that
3: tour are at Oakshade, uh, middle of uh, July. Okay, great. And, just, and it's be, huge. Before we go, I'll give you, Ron, I'll give you my email. Okay. Email me those special events. I'll get it to the bosses, and uh, hopefully, you know, we, we get BCSN out there. That'd be you, wonderful.
0: You want to talk about an SRO event, man? It, it, okay, it's it's fantastic. Well,
3: you know, that's we we racing has been extremely popular on BCSN. I know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. So. Um, We'll do that, and I'll I'll push it to the bosses. I, I know that the track
0: has improved their lighting, which at one point that was, that was an issue at was one an point, issue, right? I was but, in some uh, of those meetings, yep, and if they've improved uh, the lighting, they uh, put that
3: have. Ron in the email so that when I forward that to the bosses, because the lighting issue will come up because I've been in meetings where that that sure. did because if it's lit poorly, that makes bad TV. That you, really the lighting has to be decent, and so that I know that was an issue sometimes.
0: mud mud hens game Mm -hmm. one camera makes it look like it's foggy at 5th, 3rd field, and two or three cameras are nice and bright. What's up with that?
3: That <laughs>
2: It's all Tom's fault, I'm
0: sure. Yeah, I, I'll tell you what.
3: I'm going to get on Denny Rabideau, and Denny's really the glue behind that. You know, sometimes the positioning, the angle, yeah. uh, you know, the humidity. The there's a, lot of bad, there, there's a lot of different things. It just but. looks like it's foggy at 5th, 3rd field on one camera. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'll tell you, I do know this. <laughs> uh, I've been doing I've
0: radio been doing for, for, two.
3: for 15 years, and I, I'll tell you what. Uh, our crews that shoot the things, I mean, they're good. I mean, they I made me
2: move the other day when I was at my kids' track meet.
3: They're good. I mean, they really are. They pro- stuffed
2: on my my uh, my seat. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they're professional. <laughs> they do a great job. No, uh, they, they, they put together an, an incredible product. Um, the quality of it is Big Ten Network quality. Very it's much it's enjo- come a long way. Yeah. Very since much BCSN enjoy BCSN. Started. Started. Thank, Thank with, you. Uh,
0: with with uh, with the Mud Hens. Thank uh, you. And.
3: and In the walleye. Oh, yeah. You're a walleye fan, aren't you?
2: They won last night. They lead the series. Yes, they did. But, but
3: Ron, we'll do that. That's it. I'll give you my email. Perfect. And then put in about the lighting is improved and put in your special events, and I'll forward it to the bosses. And hopefully we'll get that coverage. Tom
2: Cole, Frank Corso, thank you guys for coming in. Again, you can catch the the Corso and Cole show Monday nights on BCSN. Yep and six uh, o'clock
3: six o'clock thank you ron six thank o'clock. you scott
2: yeah. and Some, unless it's bumped for uh, yeah but just but six minutes.
3: o'clock normally the, the time will be in the paper and special thanks to robin who found us in the parking lot oh, yeah otherwise yeah, it was good we're, we're really car. we're really saying really, scott knows this yep. i don't know if ron knows it. we're not that smart we'd still be sitting in the parking lot <laughs> if robin hadn't come out and gotten us so thank you to robin we appreciate it okay
2: and thanks uh to ron drager for calling in earlier talking about uh the whole arc deal uh and don't forget to uh call this man over here ron miller race cars racing seasons here he's got uh everything uh, that you break he can he can replace yeah, we it tr- we try or fix it he can fix it get your parts to replace it safety equipment's a big deal uh make sure you got all the latest there that's it phone number
0: seven
2: three four eight five six seven
0: two two three eight five six race
2: there you go it's easy so again next week and you don't even know this uh, rich farmer is going to be our, our guest i oh, guess. wonderful dave uh set said that out. i was like perfect i, I was like, dave yeah you can help me out and just let me know who you're going to get before you confirm it he's like oh, i already confirmed uh, rich farmer i'm like all right that's cool that will rich so, be in studio uh i don't think so i okay. think we're doing a, a phoner with him but uh he'll be on the show next week that's uh same time thursday night seven o'clock right here on facebook live also catch us uh on demand on iHeartRadio. radio um and,
0: and
2: com. Yep, check us out on our website. That's got everything there, including our store, uh, our iHeart channel, our Facebook. Everything's there. But if you're listening now on Facebook, then you already know that. Uh, if you want to be a sponsor, shoot me an email. ScottHammer at iHeartMedia.com. Or uh, there's actually information on HammerDownRacingReport.com. So there you go. Absolutely. Lots going on this weekend. Uh, let's go to the races and uh, have some fun. We're going to Bring a here. friend. Yeah, That's right. Bring us. a friend. Oh, and I forgot to do the thing at the beginning of the show. What's that? i got to do it now. Welcome, race fans! Oh, yeah. All right. Goodbye, race fans! (laughs) Have a good one. Thanks for coming in, everybody. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thank you guys for coming in. Our honor. Thanks for having me. Thank you.
1: (laughs) You have been listening to the Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio.